Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, this is our second attempt at episode 20. We had some glitch gremlins last week. Um, the session before last, uh, our heroes uh, destroyed the undead infesting the Hambly farm with the aid of Ava and headed off to brave the infamous Foxglove Manor. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we did have a thick amount of suggestions for icebreaker questions from Ghost and Bat Dark Ninja, and I, I don't think I'm missing anybody. And the question this week is courtesy of Ghost, uh, and it's, does your character believe that Nualia was redeemable? And let's uh, let's go the I believe the traditional order, which is why am I drawing a blank on the traditional order? Because <laughs> we don't have Finn. one. Yeah, I, I actually have one written down. I just forgot because I've been skipping around a little bit lately. Finn and Lapis. You do usually hit me early on. It's usually me and Leif, and then Nick and Tom. But. Um... So Finn is usually a big proponent of people can change and people can be saved, but Nualia seems like she was pretty out there, and it would have taken a lot of work to redeem her. Like, she probably could have been redeemed, but it was not very likely with the path that was going down. It's definitely not something Finn could have done or helped with. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. What about Jacinto, Tom? Um, so Jacinto uh, thinks similarly to Finn, I think, in that, um, while Jacinto also believes that most people are capable of being redeemed, uh, it is more a question of whether they want to be redeemed. Um, and, uh, not to dodge the question, uh, but... Jacinto doesn't believe that Nualia wanted to be redeemed. And so as a result, uh, he doesn't think that she could have. Redemption is possible for most people, but they have to want it. Makes sense. And Lahan and Nick. Um, yeah, I have to say Lahan's probably in the same boat with these guys. She probably could have been, but... Yeah, I think she was too far gone. Fair enough. I feel like Ava would have just been like, no. Yeah, probably. Plus, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things, like, with everything she'd done, she would have never been able to settle back into her old life. You know, she'd have to, like, go somewhere else. I doubt the village would have taken her back. For sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that happening. I do not see that happening at all. Even if she made the effort. But, uh... Let's come back in <laughs> where we last attempted this. You guys were pulling up in front of Foxglove Manor. You decided to go for the a side entrance where there is a beautiful patio with some twin, uh, some French doors uh, that were closed over. Um, and you guys were going to try and enter there instead of the front door. If I'm remembering correctly, which I think I am. Yes. You are indeed. Yep. Uh, so Jacinto looks around and says, Huh. Ava's not here. Um, 
and then uh, continues on with his life uh, as as is usual. Um, and passed over that door. Yeah. Um, yes, let me, I need to get over to my outline. I was sending Tom a thing. Uh, so the, if you go up to this door, uh, if you attempt to open it, it is locked. Lahan, can you do anything about this lock? Probably. One thing I do want to remind you of though, you didn't find a key with the Foxglove family crest on it on the body of the undead inside the farmhouse. Oh, true. I'm going to try that key on it. Uh, it right. works. I that. I'm like, wait, wait a second. Actually, this this might work. As the Hans went by to the dock. Been a couple of weeks, so I figured you might have forgotten about the key. I did. Mm. All right. Now I open that door. I put the key All back right. in the pocket. So I will delete that door. For you. And this is a a wood paneled chamber, um, sort of a golden color, uh, like a nice rich oak. It was it, it ha- this room had to have been breathtaking at one point when it was in its prime, when it was freshly built, or you know at the height of its use, when it was being constantly maintained and cleaned and polished. It had to have been completely breathtaking. But right now, the floorboards are warped. Uh, you know, it's just kind of damp in here. It's right on a cliffside above the ocean. Um, the paneling is scratched and spotted. There's this sort of dark glittering mold in the crevices and nooks and crannies. And there's a grand piano that you sh- that you should be able to see on the map. And its surface is splotchy, and it's the keys look slightly warped, and it's kind of leaning tiredly to one side slightly. Hmm. And there's a, a couple doors exiting this room. I think uh, Artanya will uh, curiously sort of wander up to the piano and, like, poke at ah. it a little bit. Skid over some keys. If you... There you go. You, uh, uh, oh, okay. So, I need Lahan to make me a will save. I'm not even in the room. I thought you walked in with everybody. Did you no, stand I'm standing just outside the door. They're not okay. far enough in for me to follow them. I can see the other doors. I'm not going in there. Okay, well... Well, Hacinta, when do well, I ever do that? Player from character knowledge. Uh, well, Hacinta walks in and pokes a key, and the piano starts playing on its own. This is not a piano that is supposed to be playing on its own. Mm. And while the sound is a little bit disjointed, it is based on the looks of the piano. You don't think that the sound should be as clear as it is. Hmm. Well, uh, Mr. Um, check pokes his head under the piano. Yeah, I don't I don't see how this this should be working right now. Um, yeah, can we make a mysticism check or something like that? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I got a 21. Wow. I got an 18. Wow, 
Um, yeah, well, <laughs> toot toot. <laughs> you get there's a you get a little bit of you're surrounded by something mystical. Like this house, there is something weird going on, and it is not oh. good. Uh, and in particular, since you're so close to the piano, you get a little bit of an angry feeling from the piano. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, that's Judy. You have to calm down. Weird. I come check uh, the store you over here. You gotta go in the, my room or your room. What was that? I'm sorry. I'm gonna jiggle the handle of the door over here. The handle of that door. All right. It's not locked. And you can open it if you want. I do want. All right. You open it. You walk inside. This is a simple washroom. There's an ancient metal wash tub with cl like claw feet, a ring of mildew crusting the inside of it. And there's you're hearing a strange like furtive scratching coming from inside the tub. This is a very like it's a deep tub. It's not one of those shallow ones. You know, it's like it's it's an old clawfoot tub. You know, where it's about two feet deep, if not more. Hey, Lahan, you uh, you coming in with us? <laughs> yeah. So the scratching in that tub. Now, now that they're like opening another door, Lahan will move into this first. Oh. Room. Um, the piano still oh, okay. playing, and when you step inside, now I need Lahan to make a will save. Why just me? Why didn't these guys have to make will saves? It might be a character thing. Eleven. It's racist against the students. Apparently. All right. So you are. You see a ghostly figure leap out of the piano, and it takes you up in its arms. And none of you all see this ghostly figure except for Lahan. You just see Lahan grabbed and put into sort of a formal dance position. And she starts being twirled and twirled and twirled around this room while you're listening to this piano. It's a sexist Ooh. ghost, um, I see. This Ooh. figure is a beautiful Patra woman, uh, Calico. She's Bejeweled, wearing a very fine dress. Incredibly beautiful. Um, I need you to roll 1d6 for me. All right. It's a five. This, this is going to go on for potentially five rounds. And in this first round, you take one point of strength damage. As your muscles are being strained intensely from this incredibly um, serious dancing activity. Yes. Ability damage is not a thing in Starfinder. I thought it was. There's no. drain, and I thought there was damage because you recover penalties one point and There are penalties and drains, I believe. It would be a penalty then. I just. Yeah. If I read it, I read it as damage. In my head, because I know I. Oh no, there it is ability like, damage. There's just not a place for it on this sheet. Mm. Yeah, Should be a. Uh, um, yeah, make it a penalty. That's what I did uh, in in Dawn of Flame. And that that goes on like it's a furious dance, and you know that that goes by. You take the one point of damage. 
and the next turn happens and you get to make another will save can we um, try to like pull her out of it yeah do we see this do we see yeah. lahan like you know twirling around the room and stuff the air and like she is dancing it looks like she is dancing with a partner um lahan what what's happening uh i i don't know um okay well this is weirder and weirder um can we like yeah can i can i have like artanya push her out of you know try and like grab onto her or something you could try and grapple her um yeah uh yeah finn finn um lahan is doing something weird what do you want to will for that just um a uh, grapple would be a effectively a melee attack versus KAC plus eight, if I'm remembering correctly. So it'd be your base attack bonus plus your strength modifier versus her KAC plus eight. How do I do that? Uh, you can roll a weapon attack, and like roll your Solarian, your solar weapon, and then it'll just you know not do damage. Toot toot! Oh no. Yeah. So Finn attempts to leap in and grab a hold of Lahan to halt this dance. And she is just expertly twirled out of the way. And again, Lahan, you see this figure doing this with you, like this dance. And, you know, that's turn one. Jacinto, uh, do you want to try and intervene? Finn did. If not, we're going to go on to the um, next turn. just sort of looks concernedly, but he's very small. He doesn't really think he has much of a chance of stopping Lahan or whatever is doing this to Lahan. Um, he will try and, like, detect magic uh, as as the cantrip. Okay. See if uh, he can see any, like, arcane energies uh, hovering around. You sense magic kind of everywhere honestly with a little bit of a stronger concentration from the piano and sort of like a tendril going from the piano to in front of Lahan but you're not you don't see exactly what's going on um weird I believe you probably get you used to get the school of magic and if so this would be some sort of necromancy necromancy that is you get that you kind of get that vibe from the house in general Okay. As well. Uh, we'll go on to the second turn, and we would need another will save from Lahan. Starting to feel very attacked. As a four. Take one more. Lots of toots. Strength penalty. And you're continually being whirled around in this dance. And the, 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 the beautiful figure that is twirling you in this dance, her beauty is starting to fade slightly. It's starting to like her eyes are sort of looking a little bit more sunken in her. It's looking darker underneath her eye. Her lips are sort of cracking a little bit. There's a little bit of blood coming out of the corners. There's bruising. Like her fur is thin enough around her neck that you're starting to see some bruising a little bit. Uh, Finn and or Jacinto, would you like to attempt to intervene again as Lahana's still being twirled around 
Did you say something anything about it? through the air? Do you say anything about it being connected to the piano? Jacinto? Yeah, um, yes, yes. Jacinto will uh, point that out to Finn. I want to punch um, the piano. Okay. <laughs> I like this plan. So I had to move. So I can only do a single attack on it. 28 for 16 damage. Dang. That's all I can do. I can't save my fence, so I'll destroy a piano. You punch a hole in the piano. The piano does not stop playing, but and there aren't any rules for punching the piano in here, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to allow Nick to roll on her next turn twice and take the better result. Nice. As you're attempting to sever this connection. And, um, Lapis, uh, your solar weapon should do 2d6 now that we're level oh, yeah. 6. Yes. Very exciting. Um, I guess Jacinta will uh, instruct Artanya to try and uh, slow Lahan down, see if he can get in the way or something like that. Um, so he'll try and have Artanya grapple Lahan, um, yeah. which might pre might be pretty alarming, uh, but we're going to try it. Um, it's a hug. That is not right. That should be more, I think. But uh, regardless, a five on the die is not going to do it. Okay. Uh, not even, not even a little bit. So we're into turn three, and we need another will save. This time we get save. two die rolls. Ha! Okay. Ah! The only way I could succeed, Aha! I got an add twenty. All right. So you you have that. You dig deep, and you push whatever is affecting you, whatever you do, you're doing. You, whatever you feel doing this to you away from you and the figure in front of you kind of blasts away and and before and starts to fade to nothingness and as she does so she goes really dead and decayed looking and she lets out a scream and I need everyone to make a will save Oof. Yep, there it is. There's a normal roll. Nine. Twenty-nine. Sixteen. Okay. Uh, Lahan's the only one to fail this. Oh. Poor Lahan. A two-point penalty to her wisdom right now. I shouldn't take Lahan in haunted faces. Oh. And is fatigued. All right, now you change what you're saying. Is this, is this a penalty or is this damage? Well, it's supposed to be damage, but you were okay. putting it on your sheet as a penalty, correct? Yes, but penalties have a duration and damage does not. I this is, this is damage. It's, it's going to fade at a rate of one a day. I'm going to die, guys. Okay. He's hitting no, all my stats that don't fine. have, that are, that are just hanging out at 10. He's doing this on purpose. Um, I have to have a spell gem for this. I don't. You'd need two. That would have now. been nice. At least. Well, I could I could clear one of them, you know. Um. But as it is, that's okay. Well, uh, that was deeply unsettling. Um, did you see anything, Wahab? There was a, there was a Patra woman. 
dancing? I... Hmm. This place Are is bad okay? news, guys. I agree. But it sounds like we've got to be here uh, to, to stop whatever um, Foxglove is doing. I guess so. But we should be more careful. I agree. I don't know why it didn't affect um, either one of you, but... Yeah, I'm not next for um, this. Uh, Finn, yeah. I... you still hear that scrabbling coming from that tub in the other room. It sounds a little bit more furious now. Do you guys um, hear a scratching noise coming from the room I just opened over that way? No. Do we? Yes, you would. It's very oh. loud. Now that you're not distracted, oh, okay. the piano has oh. stopped playing. After she screamed, the piano just stopped. Mm. Should I uh, see what what it is? I look back at them. Suppose so. Uh, yeah. Be super careful, though. Move into a position where she could potentially shoot something. Okay. Uh oh. Do not be alarmed because there is a token there. Because what you see, Finn, before you, is a rat that has like metallic tumorous growths on their body and it's scrabbling but it's sort of trapped in this tub it cannot seem to get out huh that's interesting what do you make of this it's it's eyes are gone it's the orbital sockets are covered in scar tissue it's got you know like i said metallic tumors riddled throughout its body it's 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 gross and as you get um, closer and as more of you come in the room it just starts kind of screaming as rats probably do when they're alarmed or in pain uh very high-pitched but it cannot get out of the tub what is, what is uh, the Jacinto will t take a look at it with uh life science can i i don't know identify uh, what it's i guess we know it's a rat is there anything to be gained by studying this thing uh, like, what are I those mean, metallic I, tumors? Yeah, I would say this could be mysticism, probably. Ah. That's a 29. Uh, this creature appears to be a carrier for whatever was affecting the ghouls that you ran into on the farm. Uh, oh. It is not a ghoul itself, uh, at the very least not yet, but it definitely seems to be a carrier for that pathogen. That hmm. this, this is a, a carrier. Strain. Huh. A stronger strain is what you said? Yeah, this might be a, a stronger strain. It's... Okay. Well, we should definitely put this man well, out of his misery. Lahan, you want to do the honors? I could punch it, but shooting it seems like a uh, better solution. Also, no contact that way. Yeah. Sure. I, I suppose. Don't want to let it bite anyone else. Yep. We shoot it with the railgun. 
So. Yeah, I'm not gonna make you roll. If you want to shoot it, you can shoot it, and it dies. Okay. And it's gross, and there's weird. Like shooting rats in a barrel. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, this place sucks already. Um, Well, let's see. What else do we have? Um, there's another door uh, over here. I'm standing right by a door here, to the south. Oh, step over here and do it. Try to open this door. Well, I can't move me because you are on top of me. There. Oh. Ah. Ah, I can't move the walls. I'm not a ghost. Not yet. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. It's only a zombie. Ah. Yes. And you you walk out into a hallway. And the floors in here are still not in good shape. The paneling is isn't either. But it does not appear quite as affected by the damp as the other room that was closer to the cliff edge. Okay. Still not in great shape. Still mold. A little bit of glittery mold. Um, some warped floors. You know. Dust covering a lot. Uh, mm. uh, um, let's go back towards the front of the house, then walk right to the back. Sure. All right. I'll open the door on this end. Artanya, cover Finn. I was going to open uh, which door is the being other, open? This one and this one. Oh. Han's opening the one behind Do you want to do the honors? Because you would have gotten to it first if you wanted to go that way. Because I would have had to walk all the way down the hall. No, no, I'm opening the one behind you. Oh, When I see you go that way down the hall, I go back the way we came and open the one behind you so that I can see through. Got you. Okay. Because. Yeah. That's why I was surprised that Jed asked if I had entered the room. Because I never enter a room at the same time the rest of you do. Ever. Mm. Sorry. I don't know if y'all have noticed, but I always hang back behind the door because I use long arms. I have not noticed, actually. <sighs> I have neither. Rifles, but, man. I believe you. When you open this door, they're basically oh. sniper rifles. Yeah. To the south of Finn, um, you hear like the, the, the house is starting to. The wind's picking up. The house is starting to strain and creak. This is a very high-ceilinged room. There, It's damp. There's an unpleasant tinge of mold lacing the air. You know, there's the glittery mold stains on the walls and furniture. Um, there's trophies hanging on the walls. I don't, you can, you might be able to see little bits of them in the northeast corner. There's, you know, there's heads mounted on the walls. And but they pale in comparison to the monster on display in the center of the room. There is a twelve foot long creature with the body of a lion, a scorpion's tail fitted with dozens of razor sharp barbs, huh. huge bat wings, and it's a deformed humanoid face. It's interesting. I'm gonna approach it and check it out. All right. Uh if you walk in the room, make a perception check. I will. Still looking through from the other side of the hall. Very cautiously. I just love 29, I guess. That's a 29 on perception. A, a six. 
from far above you, you hear the sound of sobbing. Like multiple floors up, you hear the sure. sound of sobbing. Very hmm. faintly. Simcoe points it out and says, Do you do you hear that? It sounds like somebody's just and crying. And you also smell what seems to be burnt fur. When Hesito points it out, do I hear it? No. Mm. Well, it's there. Um, burnt fur. I mean, that's. Or you could be hearing oh. things. Nope. Pretty sure it's there. Um. All right. Well, um, Asinto sort of... Through, it makes sense. There's been a bad fire in this manor in the past. If we're dealing with ghosts and things, that's, that tracks. Yeah, that's true. Um, Asinto, like, wanders over and peeks out this window here to the south. Sees the coastline, yes, or the cliff, rather. You that's see, it. uh... You see the cliff's edge. You see the sky starting to darken. Storm clouds starting to roll in. Mm. Uh, it looks like it's not going to be a great day weather-wise. Well, so uh, we are in the the planet of Seattle, where it always rains every day. So, yeah, that's look at this big monster. and it's foggy. <laughs> look at this big monstrosity. Is there anything else outside of the description? It just, it looks like it's a very well-preserved, if dust-covered, um, taxidermied specimen. Curious. Well, uh, let's what about the other side clear down this hallway uh, to the east, yeah. You see a, you know, table with some lounge chairs, and as where you are in, uh, you see... <laughs> On the northern wall, uh, you see a gruesome antique. It appears to be a mummified monkey head hanging on the northern wall. Its tiny mouth is gaping, and there's a bell pull extending from the mouth. Uh, there's a ratty throw, throw rug right, right in front of where you're standing, slightly to the east of you, that's partially obscuring a foul, glittering stain of dark mold on the floor. Gross. Hmm. Don't don't pull that. Han moves into where she gets. I'm gonna just walk over the rug into this uh, what looks like a dining room area. Yeah, it's just kind of a lounge room. There's a couple empty shelves to the north and south. There's a coffee table. There's what looked to have once been some very fancy plush leather chairs. And I mean, they still are, but the leather's cracked, you know, dust covered. If you sat in them, it would just be like a mushroom sending mm. out a cloud of spores. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Are these uh, windows or doors oh, that right. I see in here? Those are windows looking out over the cliff. Uh, the white squares to the north and south are doors. Ah. Um, I'm going to try this one first because I reckon it goes outside. 
Oh. What you see before you is a library. There are two chairs in it, one which lies on its side before a stone fireplace. There's a scarf that's red and gold silk contrasting the de- the drab palette of the room. It's draped over the side of the fallen chair. And there's is a book a nice sitting in the It's very nice looking. It I'm does not it. It looks way nicer than anything else. Um one second. There's a book sitting face down on the floor between the chairs. There's a stone book in carved into what looks like a praying celestial with butterfly wings. And it's laying on its side inside the fireplace itself in this room. And what was it you wanted to do? I'm sorry. I'm taking the scarf. (laughs) Okay, you walk up to take the scarf and you see dried blood stains on the back of the northernmost chair. And I need to see something. Uh, I would also like a perception check. The center will come in, I suppose. Oh, wow, Finn. Yeah, king of perception. <laughs> um, Finn, you just see a scarf, and I mean, you see the blood stains because they're super obvious. You can go put it in the kitchen. I don't know. Um, but Jacinto, you hear very faintly the sound of piano music. Oh, and no. Finn, you pick up the scarf. Uh-oh. Queuing up that track again in case it becomes relevant for no reason in particular. What do you make of the bookend and the fireplace? If you look um, closer at the bookend... Um, I have a thing for that. Why? If you look, uh, so if you look closer at the bookend, um, you're getting Jacinto involved in this. You see blood, lots of hair, and bits of skull and flesh on it. In addition to one of the, one part of the butterfly wing being broken off. Hmm. Well, this was very obviously used to murder somebody. Or a terrible accident. Or a terrible accident. Terribly accidental murder? Uh, Most murders aren't accidental. It could be. Hmm. Well, I guess let's clear the next room. Uh, let's. What's through that door there, Finn, to the west? About through the door. You ah, see a cozy-looking drawing room, uh, but it's marred by unnatural dampness. Uh, thick sheets of glittering mold cling to the curtains that are closed over the southern window, and. Uh, since you went right to the window, are you opening up the curtains to look outside? I guess I could. That's just where I was standing. Uh, if you open up the curtains, you catch a momentary glimpse, almost like it's just a reflection in the glass, of a forlorn female Patra's face reflected, hmm. uh, and then it vanishes. 
can blink and shake his head a little bit. I'm gonna go check out this other door. This is the door that we were that we walked past in the hallway. Looks like we have two yeah. of them. One to the north, one to the south. Yep. Shall we open them at the same time for excitement? Yes. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. Three uh, point to the. Okay, you open that one. Asento opens this one. <laughs> it's also a staircase. Also, a staircase. I hate that no, I have to drag my token part. around to see where we've been. Yeah, that is kind of annoying. We can change that if that really bothers you. I just, I hate I all the probably... black on the map. Okay. Mm. Um, explore mode. I changed it to explore <gasps> mode. Oh, you're the best. I don't know if it's going to retroactively accept what you've already looked at, oh, but it, anywhere from now it on not, it should. But I dragged. Yeah. Through all of them. Oh, but it's not going to update for the stream. We'll say. Cool. Dear Jams, everywhere. I know we better. love getting PCs lost. Um. But Explorer Mode is very convenient for your players. Is that a new feature of uh, Roll20 with the new dynamic lighting? No, it's no, been it's around. been there for a while. It's oh. just still, it's integrated into dynamic. So yeah, you, you see stairs. If I'm reading the map correctly, because I'm looking at part of the map on the screen, and then there's more maps elsewhere. I believe the one to the north goes... Let me double check. I don't want to give you wrong information. I apologize. Foxglove Manor. Okay. Alright, so the one to the north looks like it goes down, and the one to the south looks like it goes up. Okay. So the yellow is up on the next one. Yes, yellow is up right Well, up or down Which first, one? guys. Um, let's clear the down first. Oh, there's we still probably... have one more door, yeah, or two more doors. Oh, they probably yeah. go the same place, though. Mm -hmm. So uh, check this one out. Okay, Finn. As yeah. you walk right by Lahan, I get to make Nick mad, probably. What? Oh boy. Because I need you to make a will saving throw. Why? Why am I the only one who has to make will saves? It's it nine. just happened. Yeah, Lahan. Walking by. Lahan. It's just Lahan. Yeah. Oh. Um, I have a hunch as to why. So the scarf rips itself out of your hands, Finn. Uh, I'm going to let you try and make a. I'm going to say. Stolen goods. Strength check to maybe hold on to it if you want to. Otherwise, it's going yeah. to go and wrap itself unerringly around Lahan's neck. The amount of the amount of toots. And with that will save that you made, 
I, I didn't. You I, are I did not make it. That is a nine. Yeah. Don't don't tell well, me you that. Made, you didn't succeed, but you made the roll. You failed the roll. Um, you are paralyzed with fear as the ghostly image of Aldern Foxglove manifests before you. And it appears to be using the scarf to choke you. Uh, you very firmly feel that he is attempting to kill you. And you believe that you are his wife. You believe that your name is Aisha. And you don't understand why he's doing this to you. Okay. Uh, Lahan! 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 Finn, get the scarf off of her! And while Jacinto shouts that, I need a fortitude save. Oh, it's better than... Eh, it's a nine. You are now dying as he cinches that down on your throat. Lovely. Mechanically, you are dying. Um... Like, zero stamina. Okay. Zero hit points. Okay. Can Jacinto, like, do anything about this? The moment that happens, the scarf goes limp. And Lahan is laying there with it wrapped around her throat. Uh, Jacinto, like, you know, falls Standard next to her. You could spend an RP to stabilize. Jacinto I... could stabilize. Jacinto could heal. Yes. Uh, Jacinto is going to um, see Lahan sort of like laying motionless on the floor um, and is going to mutter something to himself and uh, he'll cast Stabilize to start. Um, and uh, that will make Lahan, you know, just unconscious, not dying. Um, and then... He will, uh, let's see, he'll root around, and what's in my inventory, huh? The eternal question. Let's see. Yes, yes. Um, I got a, oh, I have three serums of healing mark two. Uh, let's pop you one of those first and see where we get. Um, actually, no, you know what? I have this, I have this free healing that I get every day that I never get to use. Um, Jacinto would like to use his, uh, uh, healing channel, uh, or the, the mystic healing, the class feature that you get once a day, um, to heal for five hit points per level. Um, should be on your sheet. It takes me 10 minutes. It should be on my sheet. Uh, but it's not the staff of <laughs> mystic healing is though. Um, so probably mystic healing, um, or something therein. But I know what it does, um, and it gives you 30 hit points back, my friend. Oh, that's good. Um, yes, yes. Uh, this does take 10 minutes, so if we're interrupted, I guess, oops. But Asento um, will sort of, like, uh, prop, uh, get get Artanya and Finn to help prop uh, Lahan up in a on the table, and uh, then he'll stand on a chair and sort of use his staff of mystic healing to help himself uh, channel some, some good energy into Lahan. 
Guys, I think this place is out to get me. Yeah. Um, does does Lahan like share what she saw? Because yeah. this makes no sense without that. Okay. Yes. Um, okay, so you thought you were Aldern Foxglove's wife. Uh, there was a murder weapon in B9 um, with hair and bits of skull and gore and flame all over it. Uh, so theoretically, uh, this place could be haunted by Aldern Foxglove's wife. Uh, that seems the most likely option. I don't know why she's lashing out at you um, in particular, but. Could uh, be, although. I would think that the scarf was the way he killed her. The statue could have been bookend. Could have been used to murder someone else. Mm. Yeah, oh, that's when you point. were having that vision, you didn't suffer from any blunt force trauma. Yeah. You weren't feeling like pain in your head. You just you felt him with that scarf cinched around your throat, just squeezing tighter and tighter. Mm. Maybe one of the servants gave yeah, it help. That was Mm, that's possible. Yeah, I imagine a, a big house like this. Uh, plenty of servants around where there used to be. Um, all right. Uh, so, uh, does Jacinto know about haunts? Because Tom recently learned about haunts. But I don't know if Jacinto could uh, make a mysticism check to sort of identify what this might be. I would say make this, a mysticism. This phenomenon. Because they, I don't think haunts would be super common. Mm -hmm. that's a 22 from Jacinto um, I think that this might be a little bit outside the reach of a 22 but you probably could deduce that there is something supernatural going on here uh, but you might not mm. know specifically that this is a haunt and there are certain things that happen when you do this thing yeah okay um they, are. they yeah. sure are. And they're always very specific. Mm -hmm. uh, um, okay. So there's definitely something going on here. I can't quite put my finger on it, though. To be fair, the upside is this happened here and now and not in the middle of something else because the trigger was Lahan getting within five feet of that scarf. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's rude as well. That is positive. Yeah. Why yeah. is Lahan the specific um, trigger for these things? I am marking my healing touch. Oh, it's healing touch. That's the name of it, folks. Um, ah. I know how what to play my like character. Scarf? It's a very fine scarf. It, it looks like it's worth a lot of money, and it's in surprisingly good condition. Uh -huh. Well, see, I was going to take and give it to Bethana, but after what it just did to Lahan, I'm going to leave it. Yeah. That sounds like GM bullflame to me, Jet. That sounds uh, like temptation. I'm not going well, to risk uh, my girlfriend getting strangled by a haunted scarf. No, thank you. I'm going to I'm so, going to use I'm going to use the the belt power and I'm going to get a pair of scissors and I'm going to chop it into little bits. Okay, you do that. You chop it to little bits. That's 
Chop it into little bits. Oh. Nick has just used one of our new stream point features, um, <laughs> which is called Bumfuzzle's Belt. Uh, this is a reference to a Cosmic Crit character. If you don't know, you should listen to Cosmic Crit. Um, but uh, this is effectively like the operatives, uh, the Gadgeteer operatives ability. Um, it's the utility the fifth belt level exploit. Ability. Yes, um, the utility operatives. belt exploit. Basically, you get to pull whatever you want out of your utility belt saying that, oh yeah, I totally bought this before. Spending credits as normal. Um well, you put you pour in the actual exploit. You pour credits into it when you're you know when you have the ability to shop, and then they're just ephemeral floating credits that you can pull things out of. So if you need a spell gem of Mystic Cure, you pull a spell gem of Mystic Cure out of there. If you need a healing serum, if you need a pair of scissors, whatever. So, yep. It is something for us to spend our stream points on. Uh, what miscellaneous objects are what like one to five credits? So probably like a a credit, two credits. Okay, I'll mark off a credit. I think that was a good use of five thousand stream points. I have unlimited <laughs> stream points. Um... <laughs> are you using the nonso one and not yours? Yes, uh, they are. Yes, yes, I am. Uh, I mean, also, I would fully expect Lahan to have a cutting instrument at some point, <laughs> of some sort. Yes, she now has a pair of scissors. I'm putting them on the inventory. All right. Picturing of like metal shears. Like those old-fashioned scissors, the big giant metal ones that your mom had in the kitchen. Those are the kind of scissors. Yeah. And chops that scarf into tiny little confetti and throws it everywhere. Because pronk that scarf. Uh, you walk into this room, Finn, and okay, I've got a thing. I've got a thing written. Uh, this dusty room features a long couch caked with white sheets of wispy, glittery fungus. There are eddies of dust skittering along the warped floorboards, as if caught up by a slight breeze. Yet there is no wind noticeable in the air. And. I need you to make a perception check. Uh, just Finn? Let's see if I can get a net one again. Uh, just Finn, unless you're looking yes. through the door. I am I looking, am through, looking the door. through the door. Okay, you can make all, all make perception checks then. Because uh, the room is pretty small and the world up pretty good. 27. Okay, so both of you see dust being disturbed almost as if an invisible person were pacing violently back and forth before the fireplace. Aw, oh, Finn, mm. Finn, be careful. That the dust might be another haunt. And Jacinto and Lahan, you also, you hear a woman's voice whisper, Lahan. What? Could you repeat that uh, in like maybe a normal volume? Because yes. I couldn't hear uh, you. You hear a woman's voice whisper, Lori. Oh. Lori. Okay. Hmm. So what is this? Uh, hmm. Hmm. So, I, I, uh, I didn't see a track. Did you guys not see a go track? No, you should go in there. Just be careful. I'm not going in there. Yeah, I actually I don't see much of a reason to go in there really. You know, 
we don't need to go through every single room in this house. We just sort of need to poke our head into it, see if Alder and Foxglove is in there. And if not, we don't tempt fate, because Lahan's almost died twice today. I have. I'm gonna close the door. Yeah. Uh, I don't need to really important in there anyway. <laughs> Although, triggering the haunts might give us more information as to what happened here. That's also true. I suppose. I suppose I'll go see what's up with it. Kick the door back open. I got it. Does not go in. Lahan waits so nervously, rifle pointed at the door. Alright, I need a will save, Finn. It is taunting ghost. Probably send Hacinto to taunt ghosts. But what? then Hacinto will make the will saves and we won't learn anything. Five. Okay, so what happens is you walk so through that many little pot of dust, And all of a sudden, uh, you are seeing... You are experiencing someone else's thoughts. What is he doing down here? He's been down in the basement every night for months. We've barely seen each other outside of meals, and Lori wants to know when Daddy's going to finish his project. They miss him, and you are suddenly flooded with an overwhelming sense of terror that envelops you, and you are 100% convinced that your husband is going to harm your child. And because of that five that you rolled on your will save, you, as per a, like a, a magical suggestion, must pick another one of the PCs that you believe now believe to be your child, and you need to get them out of the house. Well, that's got to be Jacinto. Well, I mean, it's got to be Jacinto. He's small. He's small. <laughs> and you feel the urge... To go to, you feel a pull, and I'm just going to say, because you can see the map, uh, B1, that is the direction that you are being pulled in, so whatever the quickest way you could get to there. Outside? Uh, Which is outside to the west for everybody listening at home. Yes, so it is to the west. Thank you for clarifying that. I apologize. All right, well, we're going to go over here. I'm going to grab Hacinto by his little uh, elven tendril hand thing. Come on, sweetie. We have to uh, go. Ow! <laughs> ow! Oh, that's right. <laughs> you got to let yourself be... Finn! Finn! I'll go with you. Just stop grabbing me by the... That's really sensitive. <laughs> Kicking and screaming, you know, struggling the whole way until Finn puts him down. I, I, drag, Finn. I drag the baby out of the house. Where... Here, Come back! Show me the path you go take. I go through the hall and then up through, actually, yeah, down the hall and then into B two. Uh, just one second, Judy. Stand by, everybody. Mohan and Artanya just like, uh, the but, um, come back. Mohan, come with, come, come with us. Uh, sorry, Judy, I sharpened right. pencil and I didn't want to subject anyone to that noise. Finn, as you go by that manticore, something is going to happen to Jacinto. Um, Jacinto, Finn, you're convinced that your child is going to be harmed by your husband. You're running for the door. You don't see anything out of the ordinary, but Jacinto, 
you see the manticore come to life and attempt to plunge a burning stinger into your body. While he's being dragged by Finn. (laughs) While he's being dragged by Finn. And I am using a real die. This is the die that I was given at my friend's funeral. Uh, Very momentous roll. I believe a 14 will not hit your KAC, though. Uh, It's closer than you would think. But no. So you are narrowly missed by this burning manticore stinger. And as soon as it misses, it pulls back into its stationary position. And then it just freezes and goes back to being normal. Finn! And, Finn! Finn! The, the, the manticore! And, we gotta, and we gotta, out we gotta the door, go! Out we gotta where you go. You're in danger! That is going to hurt you! <laughs> what? Da- what? Finn, it's me, Jacinto. Uh, but yeah, you can go out those doors. I'll I'll delete the doors. Um, go. And you can move both of you towards B1. And as you're getting outside, Finn's not paying so much attention, but Jacinto, you see um, crows. Hundreds of crows perched on the crumbling ruins of this structure hundreds and hundreds of them and they're eerily quiet and they're staring at both of you very intently i think at this point um artanya probably like catches up with finn and jacinto and is like uh alternatively uh like uh grabbing at jacinto's little boot um to try and to try and stop him and like you know swatting at finn uh trying to shake him off and as you get to right around there like you guys can stop moving your tokens uh that compulsion that you were under finn it just it fades like you still remember everything you still feel Everything that you felt, uh, that terror, that firm belief that your husband was going to harm your child, all of that, but like you don't have any other compulsion to do anything. I uh, let uh, let Hacinda's little little hand go. Sorry. Oh, that haunt. You got me. I thought you were my kid for a second, and that Alden was going to hurt you. I was trying to get you to safety. Huh. This? And for some reason, I was uh, drawn out here, looking at this hmm. building. And as you look back at the building, the ravens are are staring at you, and their feathers are starting to bristle. Anybody else freaked out by those ravens? Um. Yeah, yeah, no, they've been watching us since we came out. Uh, oh, should we hurry back good. inside? And they don't look normal. Like, their eyes are sort of glowing a little bit. Bits and pieces of their feathers are maybe a little metallic. Uh, Let's go back inside. Quick. Quickly. Quickly. Uh, okay. Um, that is birds. I'll take up the wheel. Asinto gets inside in two move actions. Martanya <laughs> also in two move actions. Uh, Lohan follows Asinto. It wasn't all a hunt, Nick. <laughs> Good. I started to feel very targeted. 
it, it just so happened the sequence of, sequence of events you went an alternate route than what I expected and it, you just happened to hit the Lahan mm. the Lahan stuff on the way down so rude you know I don't have a will save there are no saves tied to uh, intelligence yeah, not, neither of you do you both are really bad at will saves I'm my friends this is a bad place for this party but I, roll, uh, but I roll okay I got a three I know, but one. I suppose so. Thanks to that. I guess I am speaking from a position of uh, of willpower privilege. uh, With yeah, with a. I'm immune to a lot. Wisdom of five. I'm. I got a plus one Mm. to a lot of things too. Actually, that's not mind affecting stuff because I should have plus one to that. Uh, A lot of this is, but you rolled a five, so it would have been a six. I know, (laughs) but this this is curious. Yeah, so you do have that plus one bonus to a lot of happening. Um, so yeah, you're back inside, and... Do you want to check upstairs or downstairs? Jacinto, Jacinto eyes the uh, manticore askance as he uh, comes in. Does it seem like it's going to try and stab him again? No, it doesn't do anything. And you don't smell the burning smell of fur anymore. Lapis, did <laughs> Finn tell us the rest of, um, the, like, the inner monologue that he heard? Yes. Well, sounds like Aldrin was working on something hmm. downstairs. So we might want to clear the upstairs first or head straight for the basement. Either one seems like a good plan. Now, now, now Finn, because Finn is our resident Aldern expert. Um, I don't know if you still have the messages I sent you. I don't. I do. I moved them all over onto their own document. Okay. Um, you would know from your research, Aldern 100% did not have a kid. Yeah, see, I thought that was weird. I figured maybe I'd forgotten something or you hadn't told me something. I don't think I had a wife either. That's super weird. But did she name Aldern or did she just say daddy? Uh, the thought, I will, I will read it right back to you. Um, what is he doing down there? He's been down in the basement every night for months. We've re- we've barely seen each other outside of meals, and Lori wants to know when Daddy is going to finish his project. Lori. But you said mine was specifically That's... Aldern? Yep. Weird. Okay. Didn't have a wife. Have, I don't suppose Finn saw, you know, Finn got more information on names of the Aldern clan. Uh, that is as much effort. Ooh, that's nice, Judy. Thank you. As much effort as Finn put in. Finn. Um, I know uh, which Fox Club ended up dead. Okay, so Finn, you share the information you have that you're willing to share, and then I'll fill in a couple things here and there where I think that you would have found out some other things. So I've got um, information. So uh, the names I would have go with uh, the Fox Club family lived there as recently as two decades ago, but then a fire burned down the service building. Sir Valley Fox Club was found dead, burnt and dashed on the rocks below the cliffs behind the house, and Traver Fox Club was found in his bedroom, dead by his own hands. The children, including young Alder and Fox Club, were sent away to be raised in the city of Corvosa on the moon Jacket Jack by distant relatives. 
is the names and who I know is dead in the house. Okay, so you also, like, you would have got the names of his siblings. Um, uh, let me pull that up for you. Where is it? Uh, so there's Taver and Cyrilie, which you said, Aldern. And Aldern's sisters were Sendeli and Ziva. So definitely not a Lori. How weird. Uh, if if you think Very Finn strange. would have dug further back in his family tree, I could give you more information, but it just didn't feel like Finn was probably going to dig back to the, his grandparents. Dawn of Time. Yeah, so probably not. Not unless I had a reason to think that it was important, and I don't think I did. No, that tracks. Yeah. All right. Well, then we don't know any more information, which is fine. Uh, we still have a whole bunch of house to explore, it seems. Um, yeah, there's multiple floors. And um, if you go downstairs, there's, there's rumors that there's a huge bat-winged devil that lives in the caves down below the manor. So. Well, maybe it does behoove us to check upstairs first and make sure that's cleared out. Because we might run into chaos yeah. down now. Uh, Lahan, do you need? Yes, you um, actually, Lahan, while we were while I was tending to you uh, with uh, Mystic Healing, um, that was that took ten minutes. So you could have also taken a ten minute rest to spend a resolve point and gain. I mean, I was I was resting. I was unconscious. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to argue about that. <laughs> I'm not that just, much of a jackass. Hmm, we'll see. <laughs> I just I I just didn't want to get into a situation later when we got into a fight with a large bat winged ah. devil thing. Um and you didn't have any stamina because we didn't say Oh yeah, spent resolve point. So Yeah, yeah, that'd be bad. So upstairs a little then? Bit. Yes. Yeah, fine. So let me um all together. Oh yes. Uh, copy. Oh no, not paste. Oh no! <laughs> We've been cloned! Did... It's the Grays! Run away! You were... No! Somebody no, get, get out of my head! The fourth fold, there's clones! Oh no! The fourth fold is that Star Lords is actually. <laughs> That's funny. The beginning. Who's who? Wow, this is a big map. We're on a very small part uh, of it. There's ground floor, second yeah. floor, third floor that you can see, and then you heard a rumor about caverns beneath the house. Okay. Second floor and third floor, and then caverns below the house, maybe. But, you know, definitely from a meta perspective. Um, uh, sorry, I got to move you for just one second because I can't see what this room is titled. Because apparently it has a description. Okay, Sorry, you can move yourselves again. All right. Um... As you're walking up these stairs, you hear footsteps a moment later. <laughs> like you take a couple steps and then you hear behind you. Creepy. 
And I'd like another perception check. I don't wanna. I get a 27. I don't wanna. Man! I don't wanna know. It's gonna be one of those Kalkzulu moments where you don't want perception. I don't wanna see it. Finn, mm. would you like to perceive? So Finn and Lapis this time, you hear the sound of sobbing coming from above you. But not Lahan? Lahan, sorry, Lahan and Finn. I don't know, I, I brain farted words. I, I don't know what happened there. Sorry, Lahan and Finn. <laughs> you hear that the sound. That does well. All right. Asinto, you don't hear anything other than the step, step, step. And then a couple seconds behind, you hear step, step, step behind you. Oh, I hate that, though. So creepy. Yeah. All right, Finn, you going to throw and open that door? Just before you move and throw open the door, let me change it to explore mode for you. There you go. Much appreciated. Can you see, do you have your night vision? Because there aren't any lights on in the house. Oh, um, I don't think these characters have night vision. I don't think we've needed it. Oh, surely we I do. No, we talked about this, purpose. right? Can you see? Can you see around your characters? Because if you can, then you definitely have it active. Oh, I can see around me. Yeah. Um, yeah, you should be fine. We gotta that. have infrared sensors. They're two hundred credits. I, I thought I went in and I made sure oh, that yeah. everyone yeah, had. Oh yeah, yeah, I do have infrared sensors. Yeah, we must have done it. We've been here. Never mind. That's like the silliest thing to do in Starfinder is not buy 200 credit infrared sensors. They're a level one item. Yeah. 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 And dark alien races are lousy with dark vision nowadays. Yeah. It is much different from Pathfinder. So. Yep. So you walk out to this hall. Yeah. It's a pretty wide, spacious, high ceiling hall. Uh, it it much like downstairs. It's got the the slightly warped floor floorboards, the you know the glittery molded mildew, the damp spots, a lot of dust. Okay. Hmm. Go right into the doorway. So. Where do we want to check first? <laughs> um, shall we go? Uh, let's let's go with this room to the left first. Oh, oh, no! Nope. Lapis, Finn's I think you're muted. Decided. Lapis, now you're, you're muted. muted. Hello. We're not hearing. You. Um, you're not showing up as muted in Discord, but we cannot hear you regardless. Headset mute, maybe. No? Alright, I'm gonna take us to uh, a standby screen while we figure out what's going on with Lapis's mic. We'll be right back, folks.
and we're and I'm going to reveal the room that Finn ran for. Sorry about that, y'all. <laughs> Finn just sprints down the hallway and barrels through a door as we're discussing <laughs> which option. This one. Yeet. No yeet. All right. <laughs> Unintentional so yeet. You, you open up, and I'm assuming. I can't <laughs> I'm assuming you step just far enough in so that you can kind of glance around and see that bed that's kind of poking around the corner. Uh, you see a, a, it's a child-sized bed. There's a toy box. There's a, a looming stone fireplace big enough for a child to get lost in on the east wall. Um, it's Yeah, it's that's obviously a, ch a children's room or a children's room. And make me a perception check. Okay. Come on. Hey, you hear the sound of a child sobbing coming from the bed. Hmm. Does this sound like uh, the sobbing that I heard downstairs? Nope. Mm. God, it sounds like a, a child house. sobbing sounded more feminine and grown. Mm. Asinto. Uh, I suspect there's a uh, child haunt in here. Should I try to activate it? Let Maybe me let me see if I can look at it. Asinto's more aligned with the mystic energies of the universe. Let's send Asinto. I mean, but if you succeed, then you don't get the hunt. Well, uh, listen, we don't want to go through this house and just get absolutely mind-pronged. Like, <laughs> we got to get through this, so we, we need you uh, and Lahan and everybody. We all need right. all of us to be in closest to our good shape. Um, and Jacinto will, okay. like, tremulously poke his head around the corner and look at the bed <laughs> and say, um, excuse me. You just sort of hear the faint sound of a child sobbing. Um, hello, my name is, my name is Jacinto. Uh, can I help you? Is, do you, do you need something? It just continues to quietly sob. Hmm. Asinto approaches the bed. Uh, it appears to be in a little bit of disarray. Um, but, the, I mean, the sobbing stays at about the same volume. It almost feels like it's on a loop. Mm. Asinto gets closer to the bed. Lapis, I'm getting some, like, weird dog noises through your, through your mic. Okay, I mute it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say uh, you hear the so uh, Jacinto you just kind of hear that sobbing on loop Finn you start to hear words like faintly sort of echoing through like water almost like mommy daddy no, but it's real faint. Huh, you need a will save or anything? 
No. Just creepy, huh? Mm. Asento, do you hear that? Uh, hear what? It's just, I mean, I hear the sobbing. Oh, sounds like that. Sounds like there's uh, words. Hmm. What's it saying? Oh, I don't know. It's faint. I can uh, make out mommy and no. Okay. You say you approach no. the bed? Yeah. All right. So you you get some info. You're going to get some information, and then I'm going to need a dice roll. Uh, but all of a sudden, you are under the bed. The blankets are sort of draped around. Um, I didn't want to And them. you're looking out into your bedroom, and you see your mother standing in the room, and she's holding a, a torch of all things, like a like a map gas torch or something like that. And she looks wild-eyed. And you hear pounding on the door, pounding and pounding in the door door like you can see it bending in and then it bursts open and you see your dad barge into the room looking crazy and he's got like metallic growths on his Uh coming through his fur and he's holding a giant knife and it's you're like what are mommy and daddy doing why is mommy screaming at daddy and waving around that torch what's wrong with daddy he has a huge knife and something is wrong with his skin and fur mommy no don't set daddy on fire daddy why are you stabbing mommy and then you're just uncontrollably sobbing and like snap out of this fin and you've got tears coming down your face and now i need you to make a will save do it nine uh i'll give you yeah i'll give you a plus one and you still fail so oh man i'll just sit here points of wisdom damage me and my Three massive will save <laughs> from the mind-numbing terror. Um, the- so is that uh, negative energy damage? Because I'm immune to that. No, it would be ne- that negative energy damage is implying like Hit physical points. damage that you're taking. Hit points or stamina is what that would be. Okay, do I mark it yeah. down under drain? No, I think. It's- I believe on the character sheet we're using penalty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We tried that, yeah. The, the daddy you. with the growths and the messed up fur was definitely not Aldern. And the mommy was, well, you never, the mommy was not the face that you saw on the window. Okay. Sure are a lot of dead people in this house. Super haunted. So. Okay. God, I think we have enough information, guys. I think we can go home now. So... I tell them about it. I know that it turns out that uh, the stories I heard were true, but I fill in the little details about like how the two died and the fire and things. But I still don't know mm. how the fire got at the servants' quarter. Yeah, but wasn't um, the fire there more recent? Well, uh, when Aldern lived here, we haven't. Other than Aldern trying to strangle me, well, the, uh, it sounds like these are different people. The, it was two decades ago that there was a fire, and that's actually the same around the same time that the two were found dead. 
Two decades ago, servants' quarters caught fire, which alerted the nearest neighbors, and they came and they found it burned down. Uh, they found uh, Taver Foxglove dead in his study, if I'm remembering correctly. They found, by his own hand. By his own no, hand. They found Kirill dead on the cliffs below, and they found the children hiding in the room. Yeah, this is a different set. So, I heard about. so is this is this house just super duper haunted and it's like one of those classic like you know uh the space conjuring where there's this one spirit and they haunt this space house and the space you know it was a space witch and she caused multiple families to kill their young and stuff like that well maybe this house is called misgivings by the locals because it's got a bad reputation for being bad luck hmm well, I think we're still have I ever heard though, anything about this? The 26 culture uh, growing up around here? Well, now yes. Uh, so it. you made a role like this much earlier. But um, we didn't have much to go on. I didn't, think, I didn't think that you would have, Lahan would have really dug into that. And you kind of came from a nicer part of town. Uh, but now that you've known Aldern, hung out with Finn, I feel like you might have picked up a thing or two or maybe expressed a little bit of interest so you do know of the misgivings um now that you sit and think about it and it has a bad reputation and it actually has been around about as long as actually it's it's been around it's been on this moon longer than sandpoint has okay I need to stop touching that because i'm making a clicking noise by the microphone uh Uh, but it's, 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 you've never, the little bits that you are now sort of remembering just because you picked them up being near Finn or because you've maybe said something in passing to your father. Uh, it's, it's never been a positive sort of thing. Um, you heard about what you might've heard something about something bad happening when you were real, real, real little, or maybe right before you were born, uh, but it's always kind of had a bad um history it's never there's never been anything positive really said about it i'm just curious if people you know because sandpoint's pretty small and being as close as it is and having been here forever do like do the kids say it's haunted did did the kids say that like oh you know Uh, the crazy old man murdered everybody with it like it's haunted because it's got a bad enough reputation that anyone close enough does nobody buy you know, it because kids being yeah. kids would probably want to come and try and break in or something. So parents are like warning parents that live close enough are warning their kids off. Um, and then, it, you know, it's got this bad reputation. So it's people are probably dangerous. saying it's haunted or dangerous or they don't know what happened, but a bunch of people have died. Okay. But uh, that happened 20 years ago before you were born. So that's like why I'm you, curious what live, the what the stories would be. You know, a little bit of a privileged life, so you might not have heard too much. Oh, come on. All the kids know the ghost stories around their hometown. They're not usually I mean, you, right. You... Yeah. I'm just curious if the locals call it the misgivings, like what do people what do people say? You know, yeah, there has to be space summer camp. Remember it would call it the misgivings, but there hasn't been anything heard about this place in 20 years. Yeah. Like ghost, ghost story. 
And I mean, it's a real long hike from Sandpoint. So like the closest people that would have any information would maybe be the farmers. And most of them are dead. <laughs> yep. It's true. Real sure. shame that. Um, well, let's, uh, let's go to the next fine. one. Maybe somebody will want to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, that was odd. It was Inside, strange. You pick. Let's go right. Uh, now that we've started working our way around this hallway. Asento bravely opens the door. With Artania at his side. All right. Um, well, I mean, we have established room. that Jacinta will not be targeted by haunts. Yeah, I'm I'm haunt proof, apparently. Mm -hmm. This large room features two padded chairs and a long couch facing a wide alcove lined with stained glass windows. These windows depict a diverse array of animals and plants from north to south. There, uh, there is a from north to south. There is a large, pale, and ghostly scorpion, a gaunt man holding out his arms as a dozen bats hang from him, a moth with a strange skull-like pattern on its wings, and a tangle of dull green plants with bell-shaped flowers, and a young maiden astride a astride a well in a forest, while a spindly spider the size of a dog descends along a string of webbing above her. Cartania, there's a spider like you. Sort of. <laughs> not as not as uh, you know, good looking though. Cartania like preens. Um you feel, a there's a pulse of music along your bond as it's happy. Mm. Ah, thank you for the description. Hmm. Um let's see. Well, um, and All if right. you want, you could maybe give me a mysticism check. Uh, you know what? I would be delighted. Uh, how about a 22? I have not been rolling very high today. Uh, that's that's just enough. Uh, also, I, must, I might have lost it. Don't forget that you have a plus one and a reroll because stuff happened. We do. Uh, uh, these appear to be um, classic ancient spell components for necromancy. Uh, scorpion venom, vampire's breath, tongues of deathwing moths, belladonna, the heart of a maiden slain by poison. Okay, so the, the paintings are depicting... The stained glass the... are depicting necromantic components to spellcraft. Okay. Mm. Uh, well, whoever had this room was interested in raising the dead, which kind of makes sense, I guess, with the, or that's a connection, at least, to the ghouls. Um, Jacinto, you know, walks around the room, sees if he can find anything else, looks out the windows. They're stained glass. You can't look Just makes a sweep of the room. You totally can look out stained glass. It's just, you know, mostly Distorted. not visible. Look at stained glass. <laughs> I look I'm through stained glass. Okay. <laughs> Specialize. <laughs> Specialize. Uh, ah. Look, look with your special eyes. My brand. 
<laughs> oh, what a great commercial. My God. Um, so nothing else in this room then, Jet? Uh, yeah, nothing other than what I have described to you. Hmm. Okay, right. well, you two better get in here if you can, uh, you know, trigger any 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 happenings, any more exciting things. Mm. All right, all right, let's go look around. Go into the room and I'll uh, look around. Yeah, no, yeah, nothing weird happens. Nothing tries to kill you. No okay. one tries to dance with you. All right. So I'm going to open the um, door across the hall, maybe? Finn? Sure. Finn, hear it. <laughs> okay. I'm open the door across the hall. Okay. Just waiting for the token to move. Go. Uh, you see a stone fireplace sitting in the northwestern portion of this chamber. And there are paintings hanging on the walls to the north and south, each covered over with thick, dusty cobwebs that obscure the subject from view. Hmm. Huh. I'm going to pull some of the uh, coverings off the paintings. Cobwebs. All right. You reveal portraits. Um, and I will reveal the portraits to you. Da, 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 da. To the north, you find. Show to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine even Patra. I had a friend Aww. volunteer cat pictures. <laughs> uh, I love it. For old Fox Glove, for our listening audience, is a black kitty cat. And these are labeled. If you scroll to the bottom, there is a nameplate at the bottom of each portrait. Uh, Cassandra then... Foxglove is a gray kitty, big green eyes. Lori oh, Foxglove is a very handsome black and white kitty, yellow eyes. These are a friend of mine's. They're, they they have a multitude. They they have a clouder. All of these oh. are their cats, and there are more to come. A so these are on the north. Cats. That that's the term. Is it? I see. Uh, is it? Uh, and to the south are Tabber Foxglove, very surprised looking black cat, big gold eyes. Was very, uh, very uh, right. concerned about this picture being taken. It is incorrect. Oh, this one's Tabber Foxglove. Yeah, it's Tabor. This, it says Tabber on the. Oh, yeah. Tabor. Sierra Lee Foxglove. Ooh, pretty orange kitty. Orange tabby cat. Mm. Best kind of cat. But I... imagine him as uh, much younger, like adolescent. All right. So that's that's Aldern Foxglove. Uh, and then there of is Sendali. Your friend loves taking like that shot of their cats. It's all very close up. Yeah. I also went in I, I cropped. I got I, I the pictures are much bigger, but I cropped it 
And then oh, I tried okay. to blur the background to, to disguise stuff in their house just to try and respect privacy. Sure. <laughs> and then there's Ziva Foxglove. Mm, nice. If you're listening to our podcast, you'll have to uh, check out the stream to see all these great cat pictures. Uh, Yeah, but the the mother and the father that Finn saw was Taver and Cyrilly. But Taver was, his fur was falling out. He had metallic tumors and Cyrilly looked wild-eyed and crazy. And which one did, uh, did Nick see? Or sorry, did Lahan see? Uh, you don't see one in this gallery. The dancing one in this gallery. Oh, the dancing one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Hey, there's more doors on the end of this, the other end of this room. Let's uh, check them out. Shall we clear those? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Before you go know. towards those doors, there might be stuff happening. <gasps> uh. As you're looking closely at these portraits, uh, the figures depicted in the portraits are going to rapidly shift from paintings of living people to those of dead folk. Cassandra and Lori slump into misshapen, tumor-ridden corpses. Tabor grows pale as a long cut opens in his throat and blood washes down over his chest. Cyrilly blackens in chars and her arms and legs and back twist as if broken in dozens of places and Aldern's flesh darkens with rot his hair falls out and he deforms into a undead monstrosity both Sandali and Ziva's portraits frost over but otherwise remain unchanged Voril's entire portrait frame and all erupts into a sudden explosion of fungus and tumorous growth this wave of fungus and disease wash over the entire room in seconds and then it snaps back to normal and while all of this is going on um let's make a perception check aha okay i don't know why that clicked twice i got a 21 oh no it did it only i got a 22 His lap is falling asleep. A little bit. <laughs> Would you like that. to make a perception it's a long day, No, it's okay. Yeah. We're almost at, we're almost done with our allotted time. <laughs> okay. Um, when those when the sisters' paintings frost over, um, your you notice your breath fogging and the temperature in the room plummeting and uh, i need all of you now to make fortitude saves you i'm outside of the room uh if you're outside of the room you're fine you notice the their breath fogging uh, the news, but you're not fortitude is my worst save ha um your turn better oh. news i rolled a 20 you beat me um, i failed again unnatural Oh uh, no! Artanya needs. Yeah, Artanya. <laughs> oh no, Artanya needs to make a save. Yeah, Artanya got a twenty-one. Okay. Go, Artanya, go. Um, you, uh, 
now are on the physical disease track and latent, Finn. Nice, nice. Uh, you feel unwell. Got a cold. Nah. Nothing? No? Fine. No, nothing immediate. I said you got a cold. No, uh, whatever. And you can continue on to open those other doors if you would like. Um, man, I hate yeah. this house. It's um, a terrible house. <laughs> I warn you all that it's a meat grinder. Yeah. Uh, um, would, would you? Right. <laughs> yes, Finn, go open those doors. One more door. One more door, Lapis, and then you can go to bed. Yeah, I figure this will probably be the last room. Mm. One more door, Lapis. What do we got? There we go. Um, The furniture in this bedroom is dusty and unkempt, but it does not exhibit any major signs of water or mold damage. The one exemption... The one exemption. The one exception is a glittering dark stain on the desk near the northern window. Well, uh, let's go in and look. Oops, sorry, Lahan, I didn't mean to put our Tanya underneath you. Oh, so rude. Um, and your perception. All right. Lahan will come to the door. like a cat, always gets underfoot. I would like a perception check. Peering into the room. Well, I would like to give you a perception check. Uh, that's only it's 14. a 32. 32 is much better. Uh, it sure is. Math. So Jacinto... Uh, Sorry. Okay. Oh, another crit fail. Ah. Fine. Uh, Finn and Lahan, you don't notice this. Jacinto... Um, you notice a silver-hilted dagger on the desk. And I need a will save from you. Oh! How exciting! Finally! Um, I like shiny things. No! And apparently Jacinto likes shiny things, too. I rolled a natural toot for a total of 12. Pride goeth before the fall. Even with a plus two... For it being this being some, I would say this is mind affecting. You still fail. <sighs> oh, so I want to use the reroll. I want to use the reroll. I'm gonna take that reroll. Do 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 do. Do it. That's a twenty-three versus a mind affecting thing. Because otherwise uh, the reroll is okay. gonna get eaten up. Ow. Oh, that's fair. That's a very, very, I will say this is an exceptionally good choice of using that reroll. Uh, yeah, it the was the knife. Save, the moment you make that save, the uh, the knife just sort of disappears in front of your eyes, and you, you're you not even sure you saw it before. You might just be confused. Jacinto blinks uh, sort of blearily and says, oh, Okay. Well, that's fine. Um, I thought I saw a knife, but now there's no knife. Did anybody else see that knife? No. No. I don't remember who gave that reroll. 
It was either Fat Drunk Ninja, probably. Maybe I, Trippy I think Dollar. It was, I think it was Ninja. I haven't seen uh, Trippy around in a bit. I'll tell you this. Fat you should Trippy. thank them for Jacinto's life. Damn. Uh, thank you. In Ninja, bed, dead for... by their own hand. Yeah. 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 Had you yeah. failed that, you were going to coup de gras yourself. Oh. Just... Insta kill myself, no redemption whatsoever, Jet. Immediately dealt 2d4 plus twice your strength modifier damage to yourself. And should you survive that, which you probably would have, you would immediately have had to make a DC 16 fortitude save or die. Good. We would have still had a reroll, though. You did have that reroll. Yes, the reroll. reroll saved us. It was going to save you either way. Yeah. You were yeah. destined for that reroll. That's true. I guess so. <laughs> At least Lahal well, just went uh, That was actually, that would have been dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, shit, Jet. <laughs> okay. Rude. Um, rude. That's a rude haunt. That's yeah. rude haunt. That doesn't, that doesn't really give much chance yeah yeah yep saber to be fair you had the greatest chance to succeed at that oh sure yeah it's still uh, you know we're playing a d20 system it's very high variance a lot of the time there's only and so required, much one can mitigate that and it required two failures <laughs> yeah for, uh, i mean that could have easily happened like look at the amount of ones i've rolled tonight <laughs> yeah. yeah no that's the thing the way we've been rolling tonight, that was pretty likely. It, it's about 13-2. Um, if you wanted, we could maybe do one more room, but Lapis is fading, and I'm okay with ending it right here. It's been a hard-hacking Jacinto... week. Huh? It's been a hard-hacking week. Everybody is, like, exhausted. Oh, 100% get that. I This has been the thing that's been getting me through the week. <laughs> I was looking forward to this so much. Nope. Uh, we definitely appreciate you on Enforced Jet. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. love playing with all of you. Hopefully we manage to take some other people's minds off of election stress as well. Um, I know everybody out there is feeling it. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, Drunk Fat Ninja. Uh, but I think you saved Jacinto's life. <laughs> Aww. Yes. Thank you very much, Ninja, for uh, for saving Jacinto's life. Um, eventually we will get around to the upload of this. This will stay on VOD, right? For like a week or something. Yeah. A week or two. So yeah. So but it stays up here. Hopefully you can catch it before it goes down. If not, it'll be up eventually on our YouTube and or podcast streams. They're, they're all getting there. Feeds. That's the word for it. We're back. We're back to yeah. it. Finally. Well, but we'll, we'll come back in post post Jacinto blink after the dagger has disappeared from your vision and you're not even sure you've seen it. And Nick, mm. anything going on this Sunday? This Sunday, Threefold Conspiracy is off. We'll return a week from this Sunday with, goodness, the um, the climactic final confrontation at Diorama R&D and um, the continued mm. investigation from there. Can't tell you what happens, really, because yeah. they, they they don't know yet. So can't spoil Tom. He's sitting right here. 
And next Thursday, we'll continue in Foxglove Manor, the misgivings. We've still got the another half of this floor to go, plus another floor, plus I mean, stuff you down might go beneath. home before you go down. Go home, take a nap, come back. Yeah, it's true. Sure, you can. We yeah, sleep in the Sure. Pronking house. Sure, you can try that. We could just send Father Xantis out here and we could just exercise the whole... We should just burn it to the... You know what? Let's just burn it down. Yeah. That's the thing. We're falling into the in, into the trap that everybody falls into for horror movies where it's like, no, don't go into the house. Don't go into that room. Don't go into that room. For All for the sake of your enjoyment. You, <laughs> listener. We're doing this for you. We I are. Like some of it we is, are indeed. Like we need to know more. Let's just poke these ghost things and find out if we can see visions. <laughs> I mean, that's Lahan for you. It's a uh, weird arguing. dichotomy. Lots of smarts. Doing that. Lots of smarts. Not a lot of common sense. Gonna... Let's poke the hunts. Yeah. The the visions that you've experienced that I wrote something for, I'll share those with you. So you can look back at them if you want. Thank you. And that's, I mean, that's what I got this week. Um, thank you, Tom, for music, as always, especially that piano. I think that I, I was hoping that would add a little something to that moment. Um, I liked it. <laughs> feel free to contact us. Uh, we've got an email, gmail.com. We've got a Discord server. Discord. Link below. Yep. Link below. If you're oh, at- if I can, if if I can actually do a quick plug on that piano music, because uh, normally our uh, music and soundscapes and all that comes from Sirenscape, who is wonderful. Uh, but Jet contacted me uh, before this session uh, and asked me if I could find some. Uh, you know, he gave me a description of piano music, sort of creepy, sort of discordant. Um, and so I found this on tabletop audio. Uh, it is by Kevin McLeod. Um, oh, I love who always that. does really good stuff. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing is great. Yeah. Um, especially if you're putting together a soundscape yeah, for a home yeah. game. Cause you can just so, plug it right uh, into like your Bluetooth speaker and you can play, mm-hmm. you can have a whole soundboard. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I really like uh, Kevin's stuff. So uh, check him out. If And all, all of his stuff is linked in Roll20 as well. So you can actually, typically, nice. I should say, you can typically find a lot of his stuff in the audio section of the Roll20, uh, in the GM interface anyway. You won't be able to yeah. find it as a player. But it's really good. I've used a lot of it for my uh, Dead Sons games. Nice. And this week we don't have to beg for icebreakers. Uh, we were inundated with a bunch of them from Ghost and Drunk Fat Ninja, although we welcome more. Um, yes, keep sending them. We'll keep answering them. We're, we'll be here a while. And that's about all I got. Uh, I think we can say goodbye. Goodbye. And let's let's hit that dusty trail, Nick. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>